Oh fuck, did we join a yoga cult? We thought it was an organization that was changing the world through yoga because the yoga felt so amazing and that's what the methodology was supposed to help us do. But the deeper we got in, the more indoctrinated we became. We've learned a lot since then about manipulation, coercion, abuse of power, and undue influence. Yes, don't get me started. And we're going to share it with you here. Super casual style, not fancy. It's just us and our opinions and true stories. We are allowed to speak our truth and we hope this helps people. and opinions expressed on Journey into Yoga Cults are just that, views and opinions, and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the podcast or the hosts. Stories told by hosts and guests are their own personal experiences, viewpoints, and perspectives. Any content provided by our hosts, guests, sponsors, or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, group, club, organization, institution, corporation, business, individual, or anyone. So I don't know what to call this episode, except whatever the fuck we want to talk about. <laughs> Coffee talk. Coffee, Coffee talk. talk. <laughs> Coffee talk. <laughs> Coffee cult talk. Cult talk. background. <laughs> so I let's talk about the fact that I got a new microphone. I know. Melissa looks really professional right now. We're going to have to start videoing these because Melissa looks the part of a podcaster. Yeah. I literally have that microphone in my Amazon cart and probably nice. just going to buy it when we're done here. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Otherwise, not, um, my, my cat uh, to, uh, to prevent echo. <laughs> your cat is a muffling device. Yes. <laughs> just hold it up to your face. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, I have a couple of things that I want to talk about. And so we just thought, you know, things that come up during our real life <laughs> and we're still, I guess, processing and we're responding to people reaching out to us or people's reactions to the podcast or to Baptiste Yoga. I mean, I guess that's a good thing because there definitely is a, a, um, like a ripple effect that, uh, that we're seeing. Would you guys agree? Agree. A hundred percent. Yeah, totally. So I think we are kind of experiencing that ripple effect and then responding to it. And I could just, I can just start with my yeah go thing. Okay. So what I saw recently was um, one of our Baptiste, former Baptiste colleagues, and she made a very public blog statement and posted it on all her social media. And she is a studio owner. And at one time she owned several studios, you know, like a leader, person of uh, a leader, formerly in Baptiste. And she came out and fully disclosed very honestly, all of her feelings about Baptiste yoga and how she understood it to be now understands it to be an organization that's manipulative, coercive, that is not in integrity with what it says. And she's put it all out there. Yeah. 
you know, super courageous thing because I think other than me, I don't think I've seen any other Baptiste affiliate owner do that yet. So I was super stoked. She's a very, like, I respect this person a lot. Um, so I thought, you know, this is amazing. And then almost in the next breath, a person in her same city or who was that they had a relationship of sorts um, posted seemingly out of the blue. Hey, I just want to tell you about how great Baptiste yoga is because I'm hearing a lot of controversial stuff and I'm going to tell you it's great. And I had a traumatic experience going through a divorce and Baptiste yoga helped me through. And I believe in Baron and I support Baron. And even though I've had some things that are not positive happen, I just want to tell you about how fully I support Baptiste yoga. And she made this very public. And so I <laughs> then went on and commented on this person's post. And, and now I'm like, regretting it or I don't know it's made me think like do do I even comment on people who are not you know wanting to listen to people's voices or just they just want to buckle down and defend and defend more they don't want to actually hear any of our voices mm -hmm. so Melissa, I don't know. When, yeah. when I, when I saw your post, when you did that, I had an immediate, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and I did, I was like, I need to help Melissa. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, oh shit. She's like, you need to throw like, me a lifeline. I know. I was like, Rachel, we need to help Melissa. <laughs> yep. I did. I texted Rachel. I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> But I, I mean, I got really emotional about it because my reaction is like, how can you not listen? You know, are you even yeah. listening to people coming forward and saying, like, if you come forward, if people come forward and say, I've been harmed by this organization, I've been harmed. And then you turn around and instead of listening, you just buckle down and say, well, I'm just going to ignore all your harm, but I'm going to tell you how great it is for me. And, you know, and then I pointed out that's called, I've got minism. Yeah. Uh, sorry but that's for how you. indoctrination works. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, it's just so fascinating. Um, actually, so like I've been listening to some of the latest episodes of a little bit culty also about the Bentiho mess. I don't yeah, know. Bentino Bento box. <laughs> Yeah. And um, Sarah actually messaged us and was like, we've gotten a lot of people reaching out to us saying uh, after those episodes about Baptiste yoga and a lot yeah. of similarities, which there are, but yeah. Jade, one of the women speaking out and they're so fresh out, like they're so fresh out, but she posted on her stories. Like it never crossed my mind that people wouldn't believe us. Right. And that people still in the cult wouldn't believe us. And I think that happens to so many people coming out of a cult, like 
well, these people are my friends and they love me and they know me. Why wouldn't they believe me? Yeah. Do you, do you really think that these people don't believe us? Cause I think they believe us. No, I think they don't. I think they 100% don't believe us. I, I, they're so indoctrinated and, and, um, wrapped into Baron and the methodology. And it's, there's so much cognitive dissonance that happens, um, that it's just, too painful then to have to look at them if they were to believe us or believe anyone speaking out on any kind of cult or harm that it would mean then they would also have to look at themselves and that is too fucking hard that's the cognitive dissonance right right? but i don't even think that they like uh consciously go through that train of thought like if this is true then i am fucked no, I think it just doesn't even enter. It, there's a wall that doesn't allow them to let that enter as a possibility. It's just like, no. And then that's when they come back with these responses that are like, well, it's good. Let me tell you why I, it's good. I think yes, to some extent, but you know, from my experience in being in there, like I was just willing I think a lot of the people do believe us. I think a lot of the people do know a lot of what's wrong. And the emails like this come from saying that the good outweighs the bad. Everybody knows. Everybody knows about Baron and the women. Everybody knows that. They've seen it. You know, and that's like me when I was in saying, oh, but he's just a bad boyfriend, right? Like, but the methodology, I think that these folks, many of them, not all of them, that these responses are the good outweighs the bad. Like sure, some bad happened. Like I didn't say Baptiste was perfect, but the good yeah. outweighs the bad. That's yeah. what I'm really hearing. And, and I even talked to a friend of mine this last week who um, owns, I don't even, I don't think her studio is affiliated anymore, but it was at one point. And she was talking about how they're talking about our podcast and their teacher training and wow. even pointing people to listen to it. And it's a teacher training that's still like, in the methodology but they're pointing people to listen to us and I was like well whoa you know like what what's that like (laughs) that's that's open open a can of worms in conversations and you know she has a a different opinion than me on you know whether or not you can still use the methodology and disassociate from the man um but she's like you know we just want people to have all the information they can have and choose what they're going to do and what not they're going to do and what they're not. And, and I admire that. Um, but yeah, it goes into one of those things where it's like, I think a lot of people really believe that the good they experienced outweighs the bad. I don't think you can think that, you know, I think if you're paying attention to the people that, that were abused, it makes it much more difficult to be in that yeah. position. Well, like you said, I mean, we've all been in that where we've justified in our own minds when we were in, right? Like, oh, I see what he's doing, but he's a grown ass man. He can do what he wants. Those women have a choice to do what they want or, but overall, this is a good thing that we are involved in. Well, and I think that a lot of like comparison goes on where it's like, well, he didn't brand women like Keith Raniere. And right not jonestown cult and you know yeah. it's not a doomsday cult like it's doing so much good in the world but yeah. like 
but to the amount of people that are listening to this and are in our, you know, support group on Facebook, it's not that it has, it has ruined a lot of people's lives. And just because there's not the sensational stuff that's out yet, right? because I know there's some, um, doesn't mean it's not harmful and abusive. Right. Right. I know. I mean, it sounds kind of crazy, but Hitler made the trains run on time again. Right. So there's some good nuggets, but I think what, what we're hopefully going to expose is the fact that the, the methodology and I'm doing air quotes and trainings are an indoctrination process Yes, to get you to accept that this organization is all good. So then you will turn the other way when you see things happening that are weird, or you will or you'll say yes to working trauma. for free. You'll say yeah. yes you'll to working continue for free. To sign up for programs, even though you know you're not going to get that carrot that's being dangled. You know, so you continue to do those things. Absolutely. Or that you're not learning actually any yoga, that you're not learning true yoga, that you're this practice is you know all kinds of things yep. whitewashed and. Mm-hmm. And that you're in a, in a, an environment that is designed to re-traumatize you. So you are always feeling like you need more help. You need more and you're never good enough. And that to me is like the most sinister part of it is that there's some amazing actual teachers in Baptiste yoga, Mm -hmm. but they are hooked to this fact that they are not good enough and, or what they, they the reason why they are good, whatever they do have is because of Baron and because of Baptiste yoga, which is and not true. And that all the people that were liking and commenting on that post that you commented on. Right. It's like those, those people are all very deep within, we owe him, right? Like we owe him something, right. we owe him for this, you know, and it's that's like, what he, yeah, no, he owes me like 50, 60 grand. <laughs> he he wants me. people to think, to like be in that frame of they owe it all to him. Right. And I've seen him get so upset with people who start to make it within the yoga industry and are not, I mean, Debbie is a, Debbie talked about that for herself, right? Like um, if they're not crediting him for where they've been and come from and gotten to, he will, he will disown that it, it's a, he gets pissed. Right. So like, that's what he wants. And I've seen it with other people. I've seen it with, I've told you guys this story, but someone who made their way up the organization was like helping him run it like kind of in term and then left and mm-hmm. started to kind of do her own thing and was going to be putting out a book And she came back in with the intention of like getting on his good side and making things okay, like pretending to get his approval so he wouldn't try to dismantle her book coming out and start some campaign against her like he did Debbie. 
Yeah, and right. She knew. And by She's, the way, Debbie, she knew exactly. That's what she, why she was coming back. I mean, because the stuff she told me, you know, was fucking horrific. She's like, my adrenal, like I went, I was starting to have to go to the doctor because my adrenals were so messed up from working for him. And the and high level of stress. Did. Yeah. The um, Debbie Williamson episode six for anyone who hasn't listened yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just like, that's what he wants people to be like. I owe my life. I owe right. where I am. I owe all of this to Baptiste yoga. That's what he wants. But oh, he- dude. I don't. Yeah. I had that experience like after fit and we'll do, we'll talk about our fit on the, the first fit uh, program on another episode, but it was so horrific. It was bad. It was so horrific. And afterwards I came out thinking I got so much out of that. I told people I did. I told people that I am a better leader because of it and that I owe it to Baron. Like verbatim, I said those words, but it's part of this process. And I think Yanya Lalich addressed that. It's like you, you then attribute this sense of elation that you get because you're under high stress. Mm-hmm. And then you come out of it. And because the leader is right there and the leader is the one that gets you into the stress, they also get you out of the stress. Seemingly you attribute all of these feelings of elation, of enlightenment, of inspiration to the leader. It's, this is the fucked up part. I don't more than any of the other things like, Oh, he didn't, they let an affiliate studio open three miles down the road for me. More than any of that stuff, which is also just annoying. It's the messing with your critical thinking. Yeah. That is the real fucked up part. Yeah. Yeah. In that fit, my therapist, because I would tell him about it. He's like, you need to leave that. You need to get out. And I would oh my just, God. I would defend it and defend it. And he was like, he would tell me all the time. He's like, as someone who cares about you, I'm uncomfortable with you going back to Sundance. Wow. And I kept going back because Baron knew he had the key. Yeah. Well, he learned from some of the best. Yeah. From some of the worst, best. Some of the worst. What else? What else is going on? What else is going on this week that we need to talk about? Um. I feel like we, I don't know if we have time right now, but there's a lot of people, oh, since we've started kind of being like, what, like, what do I do now? What, how do I, I'm still teaching the only studio I teach at is an affiliate and I want to, and there's no other places to teach. So how do I, I love teaching. How do I deal with this? Or, how, you know, like, and how Sorry. do I talk to the studio owners yeah. about this and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, we need a Q&A. I think we need a Q&A. So if, if you're listening and you have questions like that or any other questions, we're going to do a Q&A episode. So start sending your questions in. Mm-hmm. But we're, I don't know what to tell people. because Yeah, like, what is the answer to that? I don't know what the answer is. The answer is different for every single one of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we've kind of talked a little bit, but like we're each, we have each handled our coming out and our recovery very differently. And we're yeah. all in different places still. Like 
personally, me as Rachel, I am out of the yoga industry 100. Per- this is the closest I get to the yoga industry right now is this podcast. <laughs> I don't teach. I don't practice. I, I do other forms of movement now. And my focus is on completely different things. And that has what has been most helpful for me. Mm-hmm. That's every, like Melissa is completely different. Shelly is completely different. So it's real. And I think that has, what has helped me take back my life mm-hmm. is instead of being like, well, I have to keep teaching yoga because that's who I am. I was just like, oh, that's not who I am. Like I can choose to stop if yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel good anymore. And that's been really helpful for me to take back my life. Yeah. I, I can totally for- see how that would be necessary or feel necessary because yoga is such, it's like such a deep kind of like somatic and, you know, like emotional, mental, it's all wrapped up into this practice. And I could see how even the practice itself could just be re-triggering and how getting space away from it is just needed at some point. I taught for a good, well, probably a year since we started doing all of this. And, you know, I feel for this person because I taught it, I was teaching at two studios. One was an affiliate and I left right away. I just said, I'm not feeling good about this. You're an affiliate. I'm piecing out. I understand that this person doesn't have that ability. Um, did you voice your, did you voice your reasons why, or, you know, I had done my post on Facebook and the thing is, is that the owner was a senior master teacher and I didn't feel like I needed to tell her anything. <laughs> and, she, and, knows. <laughs> she knows. Yeah. And I know, and I care very much for this woman. So I say this, I say this from love. Um, I knew that if I had spoken to her at the time, I would have had to explain everything. And I was really going through some serious realizations and dealing with some stuff. And I didn't have it in me to like tell her everything and show her everything that I was emotional labor. Yeah. The emotional labor. Yeah. Like I didn't have it. She tried to call me so many times. I'm just like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I would totally talk to her about it now. You know, I've thought about her a lot. Um, but I I don't know if I told you, but I talked to that person and I told her exactly what I felt and thought. Yeah. You. Good. But not, not in like an in your face kind of way, like this is bullshit kind of way, but just like, listen, this is what I understand now that I didn't understand before. Well, I need to talk to her. I mean, they've removed Baptiste from their bio. Yeah. So there's some realization and I would like to talk to her, but that, so that's what I did with that studio. And then another one that I was teaching at, they weren't affiliated anymore. And I just started teaching my classes differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I grabbed my copy of the yoga sutras, you know, started really focusing on it and trying to teach from what I was reading and learning and picking up there. And I, I try, I was practicing, stopping using the language. Um, I felt lucky that nobody was going to give me coaching or feedback not to do that. Yeah. Um, I know some places they will, but you know, that's, that's what I did. And, um, it, it was always in the plan for me to retire from teaching yoga, even before I knew 
because my husband and I have started a new business. We own a retreat center and um, I wasn't going to teach and run this place at the same time. So it just, it worked out that as I've been going through that, I was able to stop teaching. But when I teach now, I teach restorative. I teach rolling around mm-hmm. on I teach rolling around on pillows and, and, (laughs) but to be here, like I have the opportunity to take class from a lot of different teachers. Um, and I'm having the opportunity. Yoga is just feeling really good in my body right now. I'm going to cry thinking about this because it's like, I had it so long that like I had to hold warrior one until it shook and hurt, you know, had to do a million chaturangas, even though my right shoulder's tweaky. And, you know, I, I took class, a power class or a vinyasa class yesterday, and there were maybe two chaturangas in it. And, and it felt good. like there was no point in my body where I had to step out of my comfort zone. The practice felt good, right? Like mm. it felt good. I enjoyed being in it. It was so sweet. And I was like, I can practice. It's just the way that I was saying it was my mind and my practice. It was yeah. all the methods the knowledge was hurt and to teach, to take and really let myself be a student from other teachers who aren't trained in that way and allow them to teach me and, and, and just be student and be open and be willing, but then also deeply trust what feels good and what doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like I'm getting teary thinking about this because like it's like when I threw away all my Baptiste clothes, except one, cause I really like the pants. It's like, he doesn't get my favorite yoga pants and he doesn't get to take my practice away from me either. <laughs> I love it. So, That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Taking it back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really taking I, it back. I know. Cause like, I, I, oh God, I relate to you so much. And it's like, you give it away almost, you give away your ability to choose what and, and listen for what feels good in your body and to choose what you, what resonates for you, because you're just so taught to JIP, JIP. There's a reason why it works. It's like the end all be all, you know, JIP. And I, I believe it anymore. Nobody's making me do wheels anymore. And I appreciate it. Never mind six fucking wheels. Mm -hmm. Yep. And not that there's anything wrong with doing six wheels, but it, 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 it's not the end all be all always all the time. Yeah. I can see the ways I was indoctrinated into thinking JIP was the end all because my first experience of, of, bapti- of having a true transformation in my life was practicing JIP, you know, and I thought, well, that's the evidence that it works. So it, that's what I need to, you know, if I'm not giving that I'm, you know, somehow robbing people of having that experience and then other, and I'd go to take other classes and just be judging them in my mind, like, Oh, well, you're two, two, um, sun salutations. Like, no, you know, and it took me a while to unfuck my mind from thinking like, if it doesn't, if it's not this way, there's no value to it. Right. You know? Mm. Right. I love that you get to take a lot of different yoga classes now, Shelly. It's such a gift. It, it, It really is really special. And I get to not be teacher and sit, sit in the back, 
I got assisted yesterday for the first time in forever and it felt amazing. Wow. It's just like, I love being assisted. I love to assist. I know we'll talk more about that. There's a lot of like, there's an episode for that. Yeah. There's an episode, but just, it was, yeah, it was lovely and I'm very grateful. Mm. Yeah, I think this is a good topic. I don't know if there's a right answer. I'll say from my experience, you know, as a yoga studio owner, I didn't have the option to just shut it down and walk away. It's my livelihood. It's not my hobby. This is how I make my living. And um, so it was a very difficult thing to wrestle with. And while at the same time trying to be behind it, you know, Mm-hmm. having these realizations of like, oh, fuck, what have I done? What have I been involved in? And how do I not perpetuate it while still teaching yoga? Yeah. It, how have, you, yeah. have you switched the style? I have a lot of questions for you about, about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what I've done, like, I don't know, I've gone kind of you know you have to swing like the opposite way once you're like pendulum swings all the way way the fuck over there you almost have to swing the opposite direction to find out where the middle is so now I don't tell my teachers anything (laughs) I do whatever literally whatever you want just to make it be if it's a power flow class have it be a power flow class if it's a slow flow have it be that but like um there was one teacher I, and I, I even try not to take their classes very much because I still have the urge to give feedback and that it should mm-hmm. go a certain way. And I literally have to bite my tongue. Mm-hmm. Good for you. <laughs> one of the, te- one of the teachers, thank you. It's not easy. One of the teachers I heard that was doing like, oh, this sequence was, you know, so much standing and there was hardly any hip opening or forward folding. And I was like, mm right about to call them and go, listen, you have to, at about three quarters of the way through, you've got to be doing some of this and make sure this and that. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to just let it be. And I got so much good feedback from students, from this teacher that, oh, we love their classes and it's so great. And I'm like, you know what? Great. And for myself, giving myself the permission to do what, like follow my body mm-hmm. and let go of Um, And that's a process, you know, let go of it needing to be a certain sequence or a certain amount of these and certain number of those, a certain anything at Mm -hmm. all. All the dogma around all the dogma, letting go. And then what I fall back on, because I know a lot of people have had this question, like, what do I teach? You know, if I'm not going to teach methodology, what do I teach? It's like yoga is a bunch of shapes that were literally made up in the last century or so. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of shapes. So in those shapes, finding the most healthy uh, body alignment and the most healthy body kinesthetic movements and actions based Mm -hmm. on your own body's kind of functional way of functionally moving. Mm -hmm. And then integrating breath with it. And speaking to what people are feeling and possibilities and options and guiding them into, do you feel your body? You know, are you present? This isn't a competition. We're not Mm -hmm. striving for any perfection here. 
this is a process of integrating with your body of having creating a relationship of trust with your body that's like my main focus these days and when I focus on that I don't need any methodology I don't need it yeah I I agree with you a hundred percent right like it's not needed like if we're if we're going around actually looking instead of assisting and like assisting in a way that's actually helpful versus trying to shove a square peg in a round hole like conversational yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. no I I dig it yeah yeah and I find what's dropped away is like the, the power over dynamic even though we said we weren't having a power over in Baptiste yoga we were we did did because we felt like we knew best because we did all these thousands and tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of training so obviously we know best Yep. we know best for you. We're not going to give you lots of options because we don't want you to dilute the practice. We want you to find more possibility, more possibility, more empowerment, more empowerment, more. And now I'm just like, well, fuck that because that takes away your connection to yourself and listening to yourself. Oh my God. I, I was so controlling around tempo. Yeah. Oh my wasn't God. Tempo, right? Fast, but tempo was kind of like, Right. Yes. Super controlling around tempo. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just bullshit. It's literally, it's made up. The tempo that we were wanting was just made up. Yeah. Yeah. Good conversation. Yeah. Good. So send us in your questions. We're going to do a Q and A. Yeah. Q and A next. Send us in your questions. We'll answer them to the best of our ability. Yeah, but if we can't answer them, we will admit to that instead of trying to pontificate and make some weird culty shit up. Yeah, we'll we won't turn it around on you and say, well, what is this person <laughs> for? Yeah, and we won't, we won't put it back on you and be like, <laughs> what do you need to give up? What do you think you need to answer that? <laughs> um, That's so. not my experience. so thanks guys yes thank you everybody what we want to say is please leave us a review a five-star review some words on the podcast it really helps to push our visibility up and just let other people find um, this information and message us at our instagram page at yoga cults pod. Uh, I think that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.